For Around the Ozarks in 5, brought to you by Adventure Cave Tours. Live a day in the life of a real adventurer with Adventure Cave Tours. And the Springfield Green County Park Board, reminding you to go play. Here are your hosts, Ethan and Sarah Foreheads. And here we are. It is Thursday. We're moving right through the week. we got a lot of news to tell you about today. So, let's uh, let's get right to it. What do you say? Yeah, sounds like a good plan. I uh, was forgetting to take down the uh, little screensaver, so thanks for oh. reminding me of that. Um, after being served in eviction you, uh, notice... I thought you fell back asleep. That could also be true. It didn't happen, but I could see how it could, just so you know. Um, all right, in the news, after being served an eviction notice, a Springfield woman apparently tried to burn down the house. Uh, authorities arrested the 43-year-old woman for first-degree arson. Police say she admitted to using a lighter to ignite a bedroom sheet that was being used as a curtain. Three other people were inside the house. When the fire started, one of them had minor injuries. A man who has been on the run for more than two years is now behind bars. The 48-year-old is facing multiple charges of sex crimes against children, uh, but had been evading capture for two years. The Morgan County Sheriff's Office just made that arrest after the man was found in a secluded area of Cole Camp in Benton County. He's now being held on a $100,000 bond, actually in Pettis County. Wow, two years. Uh, 33 Missouri counties, including Greene County, plus Christian Taney, Ozark, Dade, to name a few, uh, could be getting federal money to help with storm damage repairs. (coughs) (coughs) Sorry about that. That was weird. Uh, It was a weird breathe in that got me. Uh, Governor Parson is asking uh, the Biden administration to approve a major disaster declaration for our area after some pretty significant storm damage between July 29th and August 14th. (coughs) The state estimates about $14 million worth of infrastructure damage and emergency response costs. So the governor's hopeful that the feds will cover much of that. If approved, local governments and qualifying nonprofits could ask for federal assistance for reimbursement of emergency costs, as well as uh, for repairs of damaged roads, bridges, uh, and other public infrastructure. So we'll see. We'll let you know how that turns out. The request is in to the feds. If you have a student off of college right now, and a lot of people do, beware scammers are calling parents, pretending like your kid is in trouble, asking you to send money electronically or through gift cards. It, of course, is a scam. If you get a call like that, don't freak out. Hang up. Uh, That's what you're advised to do. Call your kid and talk to them directly. If you think they might be in trouble, call police, but don't send money. All right. Uh, Cliff Smart, the president at Missouri State University, will soon be leaving. He just announced that his school uh, this year of the last at the end of the academic year is his last, uh, even though he still had two years left on his contract. He says now it's a good time to go. Uh, He is one of the longest serving presidents that MSU has had, soon completing 13 years. He's had a lot of achievements, including fundraising, lots of renovations that he has been uh, head over, also helped set graduation and retention records. Uh, And hey, how about the football goal of reaching football playoffs? So in his tenure there. So uh, excited for him. That's a, a long and uh, really storied career that he's had at Missouri State. Yeah, it's a tough job to be a university president, I think. 
I think so on. too. The busyness on. factor alone right. yeah. is, I mean, 24 seven. So, uh, all right. Work to extend Kansas expressway to the South is back on track. It had gotten held up a little bit because the contractor ran into some phone lines that were buried underground there. So, uh, now work is moving again on what will be the Kansas Expressway and Weaver Road intersection. Once completed, the entire extension project will make Kansas Expressway a two-lane road, complete with turning lanes at all the big intersections, plus they'll have bicycle lanes, pedestrian lanes, better stormwater um, draining there. So all of that, yes, is on the way again with all the movement. Um, also, by the way, with this, that means that Plainview Road will be closing on September 11th for 45 days. Ooh, that's a, a lot of people live down that direction. So yes, good luck but it'll be worth it eventually. So keep eventually on it on. will. Eventually it will. Uh, there's an airport project going on in Monette and it is not going as planned. Uh, as a result, the city is facing a multi-million dollar lawsuit over it. Uh, the company hired in 2020 to do excavation work says they went way over budget and were delayed because of what they call poor decision making by the city. So now the company is suing the city for almost two and a half million dollars. Uh, and Douglas County and Ava combined are set to get almost one point three million dollars in grant money from the Department of Economic Development to help pay for infrastructure projects. Douglas County's portion is for maintenance shed improvements, while Ava is getting money for street rehab projects. All right. Well, surely you've heard of the six degrees of separation, meaning that no matter where you are in the world, uh, that within six people, you will make some sort of a common connection. And now a mathematician says they have proven it so. Um, I thought this was a little interesting. Uh, they kind of theorized this, apparently a psychologist in 1967, uh, but the idea of the six degrees of separation was first talked about in a book as early as 1929. So that's cool. Yeah. Uh, anywho, the latest findings is with a team of researchers from six different countries, as it turns out, because of the six degrees of separation. Um, and they said, yes, indeed, they found that six people removed, then there was a common connection. So Anyway, they say that they found the process always ends with social paths being centered around the number six and usually Kevin Bacon, which <laughs> six degrees his, his, of Kevin Bacon. Yeah, that was that became popular thing. in the late 90s, I think. Six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Uh, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. That's a, six is an interesting number. Uh and I don't know. I, I guess, I, I, you know, it's interesting. We can see more connections now on LinkedIn and on Facebook. And all you can see the kind of the connections and who might be a friend of whom and who knows who that you didn't know who knew each other. And that's No, weird. but see, this has actually happened to me in Africa. It's happened to me more than once in Africa. So it's not just like in our geographical area. The study was saying that he's proven it, like they've proven it across the world. And uh, I can tell you that in my own very limited experience and very anecdotal, more than once while speaking in Africa, I've met people like, oh, yeah, you know, so-and-so from the United States, right in the middle, Springfield, Missouri. I mean, it's the craziest thing because it's happened more than once. And I can remember being in Israel and we were at the Dead Sea and we saw people that we knew in Israel, which I know is not this exactly, but it was just interesting to me that here we are in the Dead Sea 
in Israel and a group of people who knew us from Springfield came up, you know? Yeah, well, in, in, in Israel, we saw a lot of people at different stops that, that recognized us uh, from the TV stuff. Yeah, it was just, that, anyway. that was cool and weird, but, you know, you don't, you don't expect to be recognized in Israel. Yeah. But when you're celebrities of this stature, I mean, it's, it's bound to happen. <laughs> you're a dork. I, I hope uh, you know he's kidding. If you don't know his personality well enough oh, yet, please. he's most of the time. Hey, this is the last week through Sunday. The Springfield Cardinals are playing ball at home. It's the final homestand of the season over there at Hammonds. Weather's going to be nice, too. Uh, I was looking at the weather. It's going to be like uh, almost 90 every day this week. So in the evenings, that'll be nice for a little baseball. I feel like baseball weather. And uh, oh, also, speaking of weather, I found out that our pool closes two weeks later than uh, than Labor Day. Did you see that? I did via email. Our, yeah, that's exciting. Our community pool. So they must have heard me belly aching uh, for the last two years on all my on all my platforms, uh, radio and here. Uh, but anyway, I'm thrilled. So I'll, we'll take the kids to the pool this weekend. Yep. Okay, back to baseball. Uh, Hammonds Field is the last home stand. You can find theme nights each night of the week. Uh, so tonight, they're going to be drink specials. Tomorrow night, fleece pullovers and fireworks. And then Saturday, they're giving away Albert Pujols bobbleheads. So you can head out to Hammonds Field and uh, finish up the year strong with a little baseball. All right. Because it's going to be a, it's going to be a long time until opening day. Yep. I can assure you of that. It's the truth. All right. This is a family favorite activity, at least for the Four Hats fam. Maybe maybe you can adopt it. Uh, the Kid Athlon is happening Saturday morning at Chesterfield Park. It is a mini triathlon for kids ages 5 through 12, which is swim, bike, run in that order every time. Swim, bike, run. So they can check it off their bucket list. Go do a triathlon. And honestly, the Springfield Green County Park Board does a great job putting it on. I think we, we went to yeah. it probably three times when our kids were about that age. Uh, in fact, I still have two who could race, but I won't let them because they're too experienced. It's a, it's a beginner. They destroy those other kids. So fun. Shut they up. Destroy those other kids. Uh, they, yeah, this they is actually like, would at this point because it's a beginner triathlon, but here's right. the deal. They'll catch the bug. That's where they catch the bug. And it's a healthy habit for them. So. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's the way that our kids were first introduced to triathlons. Now they're, 14, 12, and 10, and, and doing triathlons and enjoying them, which I find odd, but they do. <laughs> um, also on Saturday, there's an event happening in Webster County in the evening uh, in Marshfield. Proceeds are helping directly improve the quality of life for people in and around the Marshfield, Webster County area. So it's all for a good cause. It's called the Boots, Bands, and Barbecue Festival. There will be live entertainment, a comedian, a magic show, uh, good food, barbecue, who doesn't love barbecue? Um, you can see way more detail about the event and find tickets at the Marshfield area community foundation Facebook page. So go get your tickets there. Check out the schedule so you can see all the things, uh, at specific times, Marshfield area community foundation, Facebook page. There you go. That's a mouthful. Got it. Um, also, we want to congratulate Wendy from Springfield. She was our winner of the pair of Chiefs tickets nice. for a game at Arrowhead. So that's really exciting. Uh, she'll get to go watch the Chiefs take on the Detroit Lions. And she won her tickets by becoming the Chiefs fan of the week. 
through around the Ozarks. So if you want to take part uh, in all of our contests, we don't have one today, but we have one. I mean, almost every single week we're announcing a brand new contest. So yeah, check no, it out it's, it's, at aroundtheozarks.com. We've given out a lot of Chiefs tickets already. And when there's, uh, I don't know, maybe more to come. So stay tuned, tell your friends, and uh, enter for your chance to win at the next time we have a contest. There you Super go. Super easy. All and right. the, the Thursday, odds are a lot everybody. better than your lottery. Uh, that's the truth. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, have a great week or almost weekend, I should say. So we'll see you back here tomorrow morning. Yep. Don't forget to check out uh, Wake Up Weather with Abby Dyer. She can give you the forecast and tell you exactly uh, what's going on weather-wise. So that'll do it for us. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow morning. Bye. It's time for Around the Ozarks Wake Up Weather. Here's your host, Abby Dyer. Hey, everybody. It is your Thursday. We are waking up with temperatures that are very comfortable this morning. 50s and 60s across the Ozarks. A little bit of haze in the sky early this morning. It's actually a bit of smoke from wildfires originating in Canada, causing poor air quality across a lot of the country. And uh, yesterday started affecting us here in the Ozarks. It will again uh, start to see some of that dissipate early in the day today. You won't notice it too much, but if you see a little bit of haze in the sky, that's what it is. It is smoke. Uh, as we head into the afternoon, it's really going to be a pretty nice day. Yesterday was fantastic. Temperatures in the mid-80s. This is about typical for this time of the year, almost right on par with those seasonal averages where we should be this time of the year. We're going to be in the mid-80s once again today. Really, it's a nice weather pattern, and that's what we're going to hold on to as we head into the rest of the afternoon. So let's dive into the headlines. Today, we can expect some of that haze in the sky this morning, but temperatures are pretty comfortable. Starting in the 50s and 60s, we will warm up quickly. I have that sky that's going to be sunny out there today, allowing temperatures to get back into the mid and even upper 80s this afternoon. Overall, though, it's a nice one. We still have that really low relative humidity from the cold front that came through on Wednesday. It's allowing for that kind of cool, crisp feeling in the air, and we're going to hold on to that in the forecast. I have rain that returns to the forecast late tonight into early Friday. I wish I could tell you that it's going to be this nice widespread soaking rainfall. I just don't think that's the case. We should stay dry through the daylight hours today. Keep your outdoor plans. You can go on your evening walks. Rain arrives very light after dark, and we'll hold on to some of those lingering showers through early Friday morning then it's out of here. We're not going to get as much rain as we want, and not everyone is guaranteed to see some of the rain showers tonight. I don't think we're talking strong to severe storms at all, just some general rain showers, but they will be spotty in nature and dry up pretty early in the day on Friday, so we're not left with rain lingering around for the weekend forecast. Speaking of the weekend, it's looking really nice. Uh, I have temperatures that will be a little bit cooler on the cool side with numbers back into the 80s almost every day. Saturday, one of the best days, full sunshine, low relative humidity, high temperature, right around 80 degrees. It's going to be a great day to get outdoors. Same for Sunday and both nights. I have low temperatures that fall back into the 50s. So fantastic for the weekend forecast. Uh, great weekend. If you were thinking about camping, uh, it would be a fantastic weekend for that. And today's not so bad either. The unsettled weather pattern, I think it's going to join us again as we head into the early part of next week. But really, aside from the little rain shower that I have in the forecast late tonight into early in the day on Friday, we're talking about dry conditions all the way through that weekend forecast. It's Monday and Tuesday that I have the rain chances filtering back into the region. 
Today, we're looking at a high temperature on this Thursday of 86 degrees. Sunshine in the forecast, those rain chances, they start to move in after sunset tonight. I have a north breeze in the forecast today, so it should feel pretty nice even if you're outdoors this afternoon. A little bit cooler in the forecast as we head into the weekend. I have that morning chance for showers tomorrow morning. Then I think the rest of the day on Friday should be dry for those Friday evening plans. We're dry Saturday. We're dry Sunday. It's Sunday night into early Monday that the next best chance for rain moves in here. And I have high temperatures that fall to the 70s next week. That's going to feel really nice. It happens by Tuesday. And the extended outlook shows you that kind of the second week of the month is going to be a little bit cooler than this week. So things are looking up for us temperature-wise here in the Ozarks. Now, if we could just get some widespread rain, that's what we really need to start feeling pretty good. Uh, I already mentioned some of the haze in the sky here in the Ozarks. Air quality alerts, though, for much of the country today, and it's because of those uh, wildfires in south-central Canada. Air quality alerts today for the high plains, the central plains, and the upper Mississippi Valley. That's what's happening around the country. And uh, you've heard about Lee. Uh, out in the Atlantic. I've been talking about that storm for the last couple of days. I think you're going to start hearing a lot more of Lee because it's expected to intensify to a category four hurricane. This is going to move just north of the Leeward Islands. Models right now predicting it to turn and impact Bermuda and then go out into open water. Uh, That would not mean a direct impact for the United States. But as you know, models change and that storm is expected to be a cap four by the weekend and it's still got some way to go. So uh, we'll be keeping an eye on that because if it does not turn, it could have impact for the United States. And of course, we'll be watching it for all of our friends uh, in Bermuda that may be impacted by what looks to be a major hurricane now Lee out in open water. Uh, rapidly intensifying over the next couple of days here. I want to show you that brain twister question. This is the question that I left you with yesterday. And once again, California was an option here. So where is the tallest known tree in the world located? And the options that I gave you were A, in Russia, B, in the Amazon rainforest, or C, in California. And those of you that guessed C, California, you would be correct. Now, the exact location is apparently kept under wraps. It's a closely guarded secret as to where exactly this tree is because uh, it's a sequoia out in the Redwood National Forest in California. And uh, folks don't want people to know exactly which tree it is. So there's not a marker on it saying how tall it actually is, or this is the tallest tree in the world. But just over 380 feet, if you can even conceive of that, Uh, and it is in the Redwood National Forest in California. That is on my list of places to visit because I've heard it is just so surreal uh, to be with the Redwoods. Uh, Incredible, incredible national forest out there. Uh, And we here in the United States have the tallest tree that we know about in the world, which is pretty amazing. So C, California, the answer today. Congratulations if you got the question right. If not, here's another chance. Here's your brain twister question for tomorrow. What should you eat to get rid of onion breath? Do you think it is A, parsley, B, sage, C, rosemary, or D, 
time. Which spice should you eat to get rid of onion breath? This is valuable knowledge. Uh, and if folks do not know this, stay tuned uh, to tomorrow to get the answer because a lot of folks could benefit from knowing the answer to this one uh, to get rid of that onion breath. Parsley, sage, rosemary, thyme. I will have the answer for you early tomorrow morning on Around the Ozarks Wake Up Weather. Thank you so much for listening on this Thursday. I hope you have a fantastic day. I am looking forward to talking with you tomorrow. And if you need up to the minute details on that forecast, be sure to check out AroundTheOzarks.com. We've got you covered there. And I will chat with you tomorrow morning.